I don't like seeing toes. wanted somebody to crack my back. I don't want to have sex with her either. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, as always, your host, Brian Beckner, episode 67. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for subscribing on iTunes. I had a chance to look at our iTunes um, this week and I saw a lot of very nice comments there. So much appreciated, much obliged to everyone that takes the time to subscribe and comment on our show on iTunes. Um, Also, the Facebook page has kind of been going off. So remember to like our Facebook page, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Just um, search that on Facebook and like the page and share our posts with your friends. And also, of course, we have some good emails this week. And all of those emails come via the Baller Lifestyle um, email mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. All of that out of the way. Uh, joining me now, as always, the mayor of Hoboken, the my partner in crime. Of course, I'm talking about – and based on a lot of the comments on that we get everywhere on all of our correspondence, many people's favorite part of the show. Of course, I'm talking about co-host Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Drinking water right now, Brian. Yeah? You know why? Because you, you need it to live. Well, yeah, I, I love water just like every human, but yes. uh, I'd rather be drinking something else. Oh, uh, <laughs> what's that? What's that? Beer? That'd be, that'd be gin? Free, free whiskey. <sighs> oh, you know. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I gave my address out like a month ago. Wow. You know. Wow. Mike, Mike in Houston has not come through. <laughs> he, seemed, he seemed delightful in his correspondence. Very I gave nice out my guy. address. It seems like he's got a good thing going. You've given a good review, but like, yeah, not happening. And I live in an apartment building, and the UPS guys, this isn't 1956. The delivery men just dump everything in the lobby and say, sort it out yourselves. Yes. Yeah, they don't, they don't come. There's no door-to-door service there. And I live in an apartment building with 100 units. So, oh, yeah. like, when I'm expecting a package, I kind of have to be keep an eye out. And so, like... Just for the past month, I've had to just kind of, it's one thing if I see an Amazon box I know I'm expecting, but like just random unmarked boxes, I, I got to kind of look for in case this is my whiskey. So no yeah. no dice. You're in a tough spot. I'll be honest. I had a little bit of the <laughs> official bourbon of the Baller Lifestyle podcast, Herman Marshall Whiskey. I had yeah. some um, this just Saturday night. Got How home. was it? How was it? It was delicious. I got home. I take it neat. Yeah. Got I'd... home. Put put about two fingers in a low ball glass. I went upstairs. Got in bed with my whiskey. Oh, it sounds the, delightful. The the my lady friend, my special lady, was watching television, and I just had a few sips of whiskey as I nodded off and, and it's into a great slumber. way to go. Yeah, it really it really is the best. You should try that whiskey, and it's I'd, excellent. I'd love to get that chance sometime. Um, I got a little uh, music recommendation for everybody. Oh yeah, I mean this is this is probably not going to go over with some of you, but 
Uh, just be oh, just be prepared. <laughs> you you could you you're setting yourself up to yeah, be judged fine. very you know, harshly by I, me. I actually first discovered this a couple years ago. Somebody just randomly tweeted tweeted it to me, and I liked yes. it. Uh, some DJ put together a mashup of the Beastie Boys and the Beatles, and it's the Beastles. So yeah. if you just go to Beastles.com or something like that, if you just Google it. Much like the Grey album. Yes, it's like the Grey album. Or Woo Gazi. Yeah, but uh-huh. uh, but it's it's pretty cool. And I, I had listened to it a couple of years ago, and then I downloaded it, and like it seems like a decent enough website in that like I haven't gotten viruses or anything. But I, I saw there was a whole bunch more on there than the last time I checked, and I've been listening to it this week, and it's it's pretty good. The Beastles. Well, I... Obviously, you know I'm a fan of both of those acts. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, yeah, like I'll uh, check that out. you know, here comes here comes the sun mashed up with no sleep till Brooklyn. So it's no sleep yeah. till the sun comes up or whatever. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll have to check that out. Good reco, Ed. Yeah, how about uh, it? maybe maybe I'll post a link on our Facebook page, sure. the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Um, real quick before we get into stuff. Did, can the NFL calm the fuck down? And I just <laughs> found this out today. They they had a two hour. It might be on right now. I don't know. It's Tuesday when we record. Uh, they had a two hour television special to unveil the fucking league schedule for next year. What the fuck is that? And the weird thing is, you already know the opponents, so it's sure. just the order. And for the most part, it's home and away. Like occasionally, you'll have two away games, two home games, like. I mean, it, and each team in a division, like, they switch who they're playing. So, like, right. I knew the Redskins I, – I don't know their schedule. I didn't look at what it was. But I know – You're no, a hero. I know my my team is playing the AFC East. So they're exactly. at some point going to play the Patriots and Jets and Dolphins. But, like, who gives a shit if it's September 14th or December 12th? Like, I, I don't know. At this point, who can – it, maybe it matters – when the season gets going and you see how things play out with injuries and suspensions. But like right now, like who cares? Right. Exactly. You, so you play your own division home and away, right? That's half your season. Then the whole division plays another division. Right. And then there, then there's that leaves like a couple games and that the are good determined. Teams, yeah. The first place teams play the first place teams. Right, kind by of thing. how everyone finished the year before. Right. But like ultimately, like we already knew the the pairings. We we just didn't sure. know which dates. I just so. like even the biggest football fan in the world. I can't imagine fucking wasting two hours of your life watching that. They make I, see, a fucking I get, list. I'm, I I get the draft way more than this because at least you're sure. talking about something that's adding to your team. But like what? I don't <laughs> like they've they've announced calendar dates. Like yeah. we're just cheering yeah. for September twelfth. Also, and you don't know, you're like, ooh, like everyone last year was surprised that the Cowboys were good. Like there's always a team yeah. that you think is going to be really good that takes a right. shit. And there's always a team that you think isn't going to be very good that, that turns out to be a lot better than everybody thought. It's so you don't really, really know insane. like, ooh, that's a good game or that's a win or that's a loss. You don't fucking know anything. Just shut the fuck up. Right. If you're if you're the Patriots, you're probably chalking up most as wins. But like beyond that, like... Who knows? Who knows what happens? Yes, exactly. Okay, that's it. Um, I mean, this is a sports show. We're, we're doing sports topics. Uh, Ed, Ed, we got some voicemail. Okay. Um, let's jump in. Let's jump into that. Let's, oh, the, I didn't give out the voicemail number. Do voicemail it. 
another great way to get in contact with the show. You guys might, you guys maybe thought I was like kidding. I'm, I don't know. Like maybe I wasn't real clear on this before because like people aren't really, haven't really adhered to this portion of what I say about the voicemail. But like the, the shorter it is, <laughs> Chris and Maryland, the shorter you make your voicemails, the better chance I'm going to be able to wedge them in. Because me and Ed, we could talk forever. We could go uh, hours. Yeah. How about we just use this quote? Brevity is the soul of wit. That's right. The, the more you right. talk, the less chance you have to be funny. So keep the voicemail short. 949-464-TBLS. Because if they're long, I, can't pl- I just can't play them. So um, that said, I do, but I do appreciate people reaching out. But just get to it. Um, okay, this guy, I think this guy's called Lane. Like, I couldn't, I better, couldn't, better off dead? Lane Meyer? Yeah, I couldn't, I'm, I could be wrong. I couldn't really understand his name. Uh, maybe someone else will know better. But let's get into the Baller Lifestyle voicemail. Hey, Brian, Ed. It's Lane the Nashville. Just wanted to let y'all know I stay caught up with the show, and I even have some anxiety about it because it says it's supposed to download on Wednesday, but it never comes out until early Thursday morning. Huh. Maybe I can look into that on iTunes. Anyway, I got an idea. You should have correspondents all over the country that listen to the show that kind of go out and do like what David Hill did. Just go to clubs or somewhere where freaks hang out and interview people. And then we send it to you, and you do what you want with it. Okay, excellent, excellent. See, he got in. He had a couple things to say. He said them. Yeah. He got the fuck out. I'm not. Did Did you catch his name? At it was Lane. Yeah. I, I that I mean that sounds like a good name for okay. uh, for that correspondent. No, he was well. He had an accent, and he was kind of speak, kind of mumbling. Okay, a couple things he got into there. One, the show, I upload the show every Wednesday night, but I upload it like around seven or eight o'clock West Coast time. If you're, uh, so if you're, and it, it immediately populates in iTunes. So as soon as I put it on the internet, it goes into your iTunes. But you know, if you're, if you're in a different time zone, like you're Ed Daily, or you're in one of those middle places in between myself and Ed Daily, it's, it might be late at night when it goes up. So theoretically, the show is always available, except for that one time I fucked it up. The, the show is always going to be available when you wake up on Thursday morning in your iTunes or go to theballerlifestyle.com or however you get it. It's going to be there Thursday morning, despite the fact that it's technically available to you late Wednesday night. What else? Oh, correspondence. He said we should we should try to do something in the correspondent of in the correspondent in the vein of Dave Attell, who used to do a show called Insomniac, where he would go out and talk to people at bars. Um, if you guys do something funny and you want to send it to me to mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com um, or leave it on the voicemail or whatever, a- anything you send to me will be in consider consideration to be on the show. Sure. They, I mean, any, any, anything funny or good yeah. is going to be added. Um, if you, yeah, and, if you, and it's in the quality of stuff has improved and has gotten worse, but, uh, we're getting, a lot, we're getting a lot more stuff now. And so, yeah, it's always cool to add something interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Any, anything you submit that 
I like that we like um, we'll use for sure. Yeah, if uh, we're doing I, our battles or something, if you want <clears throat> if you want people to weigh in, drunk yes. people. A lot of pe- a lot of people weighed in on our million dollar baller battle this week. We will get to the results of that. I know people are waiting with bated breath for that. And then also we have another one to submit another million dollar baller battle to put out to the audience today. Um, okay, Ed. Also emails. Let's catch up on our emails. Let's you ready? It. Yeah. Guys, this guy this guy is slowly. Based on a couple very fucking massive home runs, is slowly becoming the top emailer in the world of the Baller Lifestyle podcast. Wordsmith. Yeah, we have a couple strong ones, but this Zach in Denver. See, this is not a short email, but it's a funny email. So let's get to it. Guys, there is something going on in this country that we all must be concerned about. Ed lives near a hotbed of this evil. My man, Brian, at the BLHQ, I'm sure experiences this nightmare. And in my beloved Denver, it is all too present. I bet it is. When it first started, we all thought it was fun, something different. But now, oh God, now, it's everywhere (laughs) and it needs to stop. I'm talking beards, guys. Those disgusting hipster hangovers from the Cretaceous period. They're everywhere. I go to the store, beards. The neighborhood brewery, beards everywhere. Even my dentist, good old Dr. Pat. A goddamn beard. Dr. Pat. Yeah, it's bullshit. What have we done to deserve this? We have entered an era where beards are the new normal. Or have we entered an era where beards are the new normal? Are we to turn a blind eye to this major health code violation? Is this the America we know and kind of love? I say no. This pandemic of facial hair must end. And I ask you, Brian, Ed, and all my friends who live the baller lifestyle... Embrace the BIC and end. Oh, not the BIC, the BIC. Embrace the BIC. End this beard pandemic. Zach in Denver. Wow. A strong anti beard screed. Ed, your thoughts? Well, first of all, I, I texted you maybe two days ago. I saw a dude with one of these long, like extra long beards. Like a ZZ top. Not quite, but like too long for somebody who's 24 years old. Uh, Yeah. And he's wearing a t-shirt that says bearded for her pleasure and acting Uh. like he's perfectly okay. Like, like he's not just a guy with a beard. He's a guy with a beard identity. He's got, he's, you know what he's got? He's got a beard agenda. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the problem. And, and that's what Zach is, is hitting on. Like it's. It's the beard agenda going on. Like I, I, I'm not a big beard guy. Like I've, I've not shaved for a, a, a little stretch at a time in my life, here and there. But like I've never. I'm just not a guy who can really grow a beard. Right. So I, I didn't really have a problem with the. Some guys can pull it off. Some guys can't. But now it's becoming a thing, like a hipster thing, like a, like a thing. And I, 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 I agree with Zach. It's, it's I, getting. I agree. It's it's. Here's the thing: being way too into anything yeah. makes you seem douchey. So right. whether it's the guy that he loves to fucking cycle so much that he's always talking about his cycling, and even when you see him like at the grocery store, he's got cycling socks on, despite the right. fact that he's not out. You know, he's repping his team. He fucking loves cycling, like. 
it's cool, dude. You like cycling. Calm the right. fuck down on your cycling, yeah. all right? Like beard guys that are wearing t-shirts about beards. Yes. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, your dad had a beard, whatever. Like you're you're I mean, fucking... I I have a couple friends that have beards, but right. had beards uh, you know, 10 years ago. Like I don't Right. It, it's a little different vibe now. Now that everyone has one, you need to shave yours the fuck off because there's there's no – it's not unique anymore. It's not just you walking around with a beard. It's everybody walking around with a beard and it's and they want to be like in the club. They're real into their fucking beard. They're real into their look. They're real curated in everything they do yeah. and it's it's fucking gross. And then and there's, there's – I agree, I agree with Zach. Go on. And then the, the opposite uh, – not opposite but a different kind of beard than the hipster beard. We the salon beard, the guys oh, who right. have the, the the very you know the, the lineup, the, the chin strap beard, yep. like the Duran Williams beard, like right. Yeah, that is a whole different level. Well, of that's animal. that's never been allowed. Like there was there was never a moment for that. That no. was never cool. Like shaped, get, like get you know. Think about. Luckily, I don't. I couldn't grow a beard. I'll, I'll admit that. So that you know that take that take my opinion as coming from that place. I if I needed to grow a beard, if. You were going to pay me a million dollars if you said show up here in a year and have a beard. <laughs> I, w- I would just be like, sorry, I can't grow a beard. I'm out. But just think about like how, what a pain in the ass it is to shave. Like sh- every shaving's, guy. Shaving's the worst. Yeah. Every guy fucking hates shaving. I do it in the shower. I fucking dread it. Like I go in there Sunday night and I just, I always like check. I'm like, you know, I look at my face and I'm like, fuck, I need to shower. But a man, or I need to shave. But imagine that shaving came with such a degree of difficulty that you had to fucking line up every little stroke because the whole thing like, uh, yeah, I got a mustache, but not right here above my lip. I just got to go along that and just get that little bit all the way across. Okay, perfect. Now I got to get this part here. and my, You know, it's like calm the fuck down. Yeah. Like the burly man beards way 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 better like a legit beard so much better than the guy that lines up his pretty little goatee and d- don't even get me started on the fucking soul patch guy oh and w- one one last one go i remember my buddy and i maybe it was last year we were in philly going to a phillies game and like there there's a good bar area or somewhere you're and- kidding and we went to a bar that happened to be having some sort of wheat beer convention Uh-oh. and beer nerds Beer nerds and the amount of, you know, serious beards yes. with horn rim glasses or Raleigh fingers mustaches. Yep. I mean, beer nerds are going to have the worst facial hair. Yeah, yeah, they're they're the worst. that might be the worst. That might be the worst group of nerds out there. Yeah, the beer nerds. Yeah, they're very serious about their wheat beer. Very, and, the, way too into it. Way too. They'll they'll poo poo. Like if you haven't tasted a certain thing, yeah. or if you're don't if you're not like real knowledgeable like them, worse guys. Okay, next email. All right. Hi guys, couple things. One, re the Wu Tang groupie. Kind of disappointed you didn't use the term quote gangbang in your story. Really missing Jason Stewart dropping loose terms. Yeah, Jason knows how to make things uncomfortable. I look to- gang, but but here's the thing. I feel like this has been a couple emails talking about Jason and gangbang like. Uh, he, are, are, do people think he cr- he coined that term? No, like that's no, that's a genre no. of porn. Of like I, I remember one of the first porns I ever saw was Gangbang Fury. Like also this is, w- worst kind of porn. Yeah, I'm not saying it's good, but like you know when you're 
when you're in high school, you, you take what you can get. Gangbang Fury sounds like a parody porn of Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> exactly. Well, Scatman Crothers appeared in both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, I, no, he didn't coin the term, but he does find a way to use terminology like that that, that makes even me uncomfortable. So, yeah, sorry. I, I, gangbang is not in my vernacular. Yeah. Two. With the Hernandez trial wrapping up, have you guys touched on his helmet-like hairline? So straight, so low. Okay, that this goes That's along the- with what we're, what we were just talking about with the beards. He has a very like ser- he, the guy's got a ton of hair, but he's got uh, a feel- weird. He does have a weird descending it's, hairline. Yeah, it's very low on his forehead. You know, you know who else has one? Shane Don't. Battier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does have that six pack of hot dogs on the top of his head, he's, lumpy thing. Yeah, going on. he's got the worst head. He can't go bald, just like when Scotty Pippen shaved his head, got a bad looking head underneath. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he Aaron Hernandez has weird hair for sure. Uh, number three, how awesome was that Star Wars trailer? Uh, mm, I, I mean, I thought ahead. it looked. I thought it looked very cool. Um, what my my hopes for it? I mean, I loved Star Wars as a kid, and obviously was disappointed with. The, the next installment. But uh, I didn't give a shit about Star Trek whatsoever, but I thought that the J.J. Uh, Abrams Star Trek was uh, like was entertaining enough. So right. I'm, I'm, I have higher hopes for this Star Wars thing, and I think the trailers look pretty, pretty cool. They do look good. I will say this. The worst part is having Harrison Ford in there. Yeah, and, and I remember – I mean, I, again, I was just not a Star Trek guy. I remember the, the part I liked least about the Star Trek remake was when he had Spock on. Because it was right. like this weird nostalgia thing. Like just yes. make just make a standalone movie. Don't You're, don't yeah, lean you, on Harrison Harrison Ford's fucking he looks ancient. Like Joey. Yeah, we're, he's, we're he's super old. There's no way he'd live that long in the galaxy and he's still Mark out Hamill, fucking smuggling. And like if they're gonna use Mark Hamill or Carrie Fisher for a significant time, like no, no thank you. No, definitely not. Carrie would, Fisher's swan song was Tom Hanks' wife in the Burbs. Yes, that's, that was that was yeah, she was, her time is coming gone for sure. Um, okay, number four, and this is an interesting out of the blue. Yeah. How awful is Michael Bublé? <laughs> I, I'm guessing he's saying this because yes, you you had to um, key me into this because I was not aware of the situation. Yeah, I think it's I think it's he. I think everyone can go on record and say his music is terrible. Of but course, yes, he's like, a crooner. This, he's this a Canadian is, crooner. This is by no means the a, worst a, a kind. Def- defending his music, but. He posted a picture. I, I don't know. Maybe he was in Miami or something. I saw yeah. it and there was like, you know, this internet outrage. And he posted a picture of a chick wearing booty shorts, da- booty shorts Daisy mm-hmm. Dukes. Yeah. And her, the bottom of her ass cheeks were hanging ass. out of the shorts. Yeah. And he put like hashtag baby got back or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, he, shamed. He, he, and people were like, he shouldn't be fat shaming this girl and stuff like that. And it's like, if I saw this in a store, like an Apple store, and this girl like just you know casually going around with her ass hanging out, I might take this picture. Like I don't, yes. I don't have a problem with th- that. I have a problem with his shitty music, but like yes. who cares? Like you know, gotta I'm, agree, gotta agree. There was nothing wrong with that picture he took. I've I've done th- stuff like that millions of times. When you're wearing booty shorts with your whole butt hanging out like that, you it. want people to notice. Obviously, I will say this about Buble extremely attractive wife yeah, yeah that guy hit a fucking home well, what, run he what have we said many times cash is king yeah 
Apparently, he's. I mean, she's like Argentinian. Cool she's some, is not king. Cash. Yes, king. good for Michael Bublé. Also, Pete. Pete. This is from Pete Shalitsky. He signs it off with hashtag Team Current Episode. That was yeah, a. Yeah, we big, had a lot of those too. Yeah, that, that was a big theme last week. People that are considered super fans, but that aren't even completely <laughs> caught up on the show. And I, I have to agree that was a mistake on my part. If you're not, and, and some people we called out. That for not being caught up on all of the shows, but but they were in fact, and they wanted to make that clear on Twitter. So yes, team, respect to you, respect to yeah. Pete for being team current episode. Thank okay, you, next. Pete. <clears throat> hey guys, Adam and Sugarland here, aka Ed Sky Adam, or as Ed referred to me at, in episode fifty one. Analingus guy. I think I recall this. Yeah. Uh, my reason for emailing you today is to get your take on a certain defensive end in my local area. This man, besides being my fucking hero, is a freak athlete and the leading cause of panty moisture in southwest Texas. I want to get your take on him and his quote deal. I truly believe in and love everything he stands for, but at the same time, my cynicism had led me to prepare myself for the worst. Do you guys think I'm overreacting or are my concerns? Just. Um, then he gets into a, a little bit of Jamie Foxx. I think we're done yeah, talking we're about done. that. And he wants us to give a shout out to his girl, who his baby, his baby. who's called Mela. Now and, I, I, he yes, is go he's on. Adam. Adam's still my guy. He's a good sure. guy. Analingus guy. And uh, you know, congrats on on your girl. But he, he tried to phonetically spell his his girl, and he did uh, capital M, capital M, capital A, capital Y. Dash capital L capital U capital H. So he he did the phonetic with both syllables. He's emphasizing shouting. Both. So he yeah. wants us to shout her name. But that's right. But anyway, you know. But, but beyond that, like you know, congrats. Good good for you, Adam. Congrats on the baby. That is that is a happy <laughs> thing. Uh, uh, okay, he's talking about JJ Watt. He's a big fan of JJ Watt. JJ Watt is an absolute freak. He, I, he, I, he should have been the MVP last year. He should have been. Was he not the MVP? No, they give it to a quarterback. Oh, of course. Rodgers, of course. Uh, um, yeah, he he is an incredible athlete, a transcendent talent. And if you recall, I chose, I picked the Houston Texans to make the playoffs last season based solely on him and leading their beast. defense and winning every game 14 to 12. Uh, that didn't happen. But yeah, he, he's a super beast. And here's the thing. You're right to be wary because nobody, nobody, nobody is as good as advertised. Um, you know, it's okay to like him. Just don't, uh, don't. Well, I expect. think he's worried about. I, I, I got the vibe. He was worried about something else. Oh, his, he might, he might his, be homosexual. Yeah, well, I. Oh. That's what I was reading into it, and I. No, I don't get that sense. I don't know. He's got some stuff going on with his hair and some dancing. That's true. Stuff. I don't know. I don't. I don't get that vibe off him. Yeah, he's got. He's Personally, definitely got I a hope look. He's gay. I don't, the biggest yeah. badass in the NFL right now. That would be cool. That would be cool. But yeah. but I think a more important thing to be curious about is he's currently seen with uh, Wozniacki, the tennis player, Caroline Wozniacki. Okay, so she just went from Rory McIlroy yes. to him. Yes, and I I. When I saw this email, I Googled and I, I, I asked a friend as, as well what he thought. Uh, McElroy weighs in at about 160 pounds. If that. If that. He's like 5'7". Yeah. And JJ is 290. Yeah. And he's like 6'6". Six, so, six. I mean, what what is her yes. what is her body yeah. telling her after if, let's say, she's, right. she's taken down both these well, guys? Well, she's a big girl. 
<sighs> Come on. Yeah. That's 130 pound difference. Right. Like, you would think she should date, like, a center fielder or something, somewhere in between. You can't. Your body can't yeah. handle that. Kind. No, That's, she's going to go through the bends. It's, yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Come it's, on. it's a shock to the system. It's probably a lot like she, you know, she had a nice pack of lifesavers and now she's, she's got that big Campbell's soup can to deal with. Yeah. This and is, that's, this is a problem. Yeah. There's, there's an adjustment to be made. I, Her- I, uh, I like your characterization, characterization actually. Ed. Yeah. It's a problem. Uh, yeah, but we're both JJ Watt fans. Okay. One sure. more, a lot of emails this week. Uh, this is from our, our old pal, Rick Romo. Gents, while I enjoyed your thoughts on a female fan's alleged sexing of the entire Wu-Tang Clan, you didn't answer the most important question. Gun to your head, what's the order for you? You guys, more of a start big and work your way back or save the best for last. You prioritizing celebrity power or packed heat? What should she have done? So many questions. Sign Rome Show. Uh, we, we did, no, we did talk about this. And, and also, I, I haven't really fantasized about having sex with a group of guys from staten island like, <laughs> yeah, that's true i don't i don't really know I but mean, we we did discuss when it when if if she had of sex them all would she have gone in order of um, popularity so method man would have been first or would she had to, to have start with uh jizza because he's the leader um, no rizza 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 that's what i meant rizza because he's the leader and then work your way down to ghostface and Right. Right. Um, yeah, so I, th- I think we discussed that. And, and then finally, Ish reaches out. Ish, always a polarizing figure on this show. Good Ish, question, though. Good Ish question. wants to know, re- very brief, what are your top five pet peeves? Ed, I don't, I don't have five. Five's too many. Let's go with three. Give me, give me some of your pet peeves, Ed. As you know, I hate outrage. Internet yes. outrage. Yes. People are Love just it. outrages. Yes. Like everything. They're outraged Calm the about fuck down. everything. Calm down. Like yes. really? How much really affects you in life? Like yes. not much. You got your family and like everything else is kind of noise. Right. Um, I I really hate uh, food and animal pictures. I, I got to oh, be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't care about your food. I don't care about your meals. I don't care how healthy you're making your kids. Yes. I don't care about your dog. I don't care about your cat. I just I, don't. So far, I like these. Okay, go on. But number three, this mm. is probably going to be polarizing. I know I'm in the minority. I hate the sun. I hate it. Oh, my God. I hate Vitamin D. I, I get I need the sun. Right. But I also hate the sun. Yes. I hate being hot. I hate sunscreen. I hate uh, I hate wearing sunglasses, oh, and just God. just so you know, every person who puts on sunglasses, myself number one, everyone looks like an asshole in sunglasses. <laughs> Is that true? Oh yeah, everyone looks like a complete <laughs> asshole, but we all wear them, and yes. just like you know, guys wear. I don't want to see guys in shorts. Uh, I, I don't. Know. I don't like see. I don't like seeing toes. Yes. I I I hate. I again. I cannot say this enough. I hate wearing sunscreen. And with my pasty Irish skin, yes. like being Irish already gives me the smallest penis possible. Now I've got a fucking <laughs> problem with my skin in the sun. I fucking hate the sun. I would be happy if it were 55 and cloudy every day of the year. Um, that is excellent, Ed. Um, I, I, well, I, I love all of your pet peeves. Um, I obviously sun lover like i need to be bronze. i know you i you're california guy. well i'm i'm a california guy and also like tan fat 
so much more palatable than pale fat. True, true. Pasty is unforgiving. Yeah, it really shows every nook and cranny, every hair, every ingrown hair. It's a bad look. So I like to stay nice and bronze oh, when I can. I, I thought of one more. Okay. I hate when you're waiting in line, whether it's at CVS or the bank or DMV, and the person behind you sighs. Yeah, I, yeah. The I, deep sigh, like, hey, guess what? We're what, all What the fuck have I done? Yeah. I, I don't care what you're – sorry you're inconvenienced, but guess what? So is everyone else. That's, a, know, that's exclusively off. the domain of women, by the way, the, the deep yeah, sigh. I was just going to say, it's yeah. a middle-aged woman thing, but – Middle to late age women. It's it's never anything else. Okay, here's my three. People who fucking, this is a public service announcement. People who go straight in the right lane. If, when you're driving on city streets and you come to a red light, you can turn right on that red light pretty much everywhere. So if you're, gonna, if you're going to be going straight, don't be in the fucking right-hand lane. Be in one of the other lanes because ev- everybody behind you is going right. And now you've held up six or seven cars that could have been on their way, but you don't give a shit because you're a fucking asshole. Stay to the left if you're going straight. Turn Ex- if, if, Excellent point. If you're turning right, be in the right lane. Uh, people that make assumptions, despite people who make assumptions about me that are wrong, that when I explain that they're wrong, they still continue with the assumption. <laughs> like assumption. what? Dude. You you love the band Pearl Jam. Uh, actually, no. No, I don't. I'm not a fan. Yeah, you do. You're such a huge Pearl Jam fan. What do you, you love Pearl Jam. No, not really. I don't, I don't actually like that band at all. It's not a band I like. People that make assumptions. And finally, of course, my third giant pet peeve, carbohydrates. Keep what? them away from me. Why would you? I mean, you could say that. You hate having to avoid them, but carbohydrates are delicious. I, I mean, I, yeah. I do I do my best to avoid them. Yeah, they're delicious if you want to be fat. No, but they're, unless they're you're, good. Unless you're into some complex carbs, sweet potatoes, uh, sweet potatoes vegetables. Sweet potatoes are the worst. Oh, no, they're good. You roast them? No, disgusting. Disgusting. It's so many vitamins, Ed. Loaded with vitamins. But yes. you, don't, you don't actually enjoy a sandwich, or you just hate that there's carbs in the bread like, yeah, do you yeah. not enjoy a sandwich? I mean, I like a sandwich. I like a sandwich occasionally. I'll yeah, eat a like, sandwich. Listen, and pizza? Um, yeah, of course I like Beer? Pizza. I'm just saying, French like, fries. you yeah. can't say you dislike yes. carbohydrates. You dislike what carbohydrates do. Exactly. I dislike the result of carbohydrates. I'm bummed so about stay what carbs do, but I Absolutely. love carbs. Yeah. I, just, I just can't. I got to limit it. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay, you ready to talk sports? Sports, sports, sports. All right. Ready? Yeah. Let's get, Ed, let's get into what's really going on in the world. Let's talk sports. All right. I, I'm going to kind of floor you on this one, but... I've got a police report out of Gainesville, Florida. What? <laughs> I'm just saying. I just wanted to brace you. <laughs> Gainesville police arrested Florida Gators redshirt freshman J.C. Jackson this week on charges of robbery, armed robbery. He's being held on $150,000 bond. The quarterback 
a cornerback is accused of entering a neighbor's apartment with two other suspects, holding holding the victim at gunpoint and stealing weed, money, and Xbox with its games. Uh, Brian, on a scale of one to ten, how hard uh, do you find it to believe that a Florida Gator would be dumb enough to rob someone who recognizes him? Did didn't um, Aaron Hernandez go to Florida? Yes, he did. Uh, and didn't didn't he like assault somebody at gunpoint while he was there? Like while he was easily recognizable, but exactly. I think no one snitched on him. Yeah, what a shock! Who 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 robs a neighbor? Yes, a neighbor, a neighbor at yeah. gunpoint. Like at that point, you're like, all right, we're robbing this neighbor, and then we're moving to Mexico. You can't just rob a neighbor and just go back to daily no. living. And then the next day, one day you don't have Xbox, then someone breaks in and steals your neighbors, and then the next day you do have Xbox. Yeah. Also, like how much of this college football crime is directly video game related? I feel like there's always <laughs> like a laptop or and they're not stealing laptops so they they can do trigonometry yeah. homework. I got on them. I got this calc final I got to take. <laughs> right, <there's>. exactly. It's <laughs> always Xbox, PlayStation like calm the fuck down on the video game stealing, guys. Uh well, yeah. As as we know about Florida Gators, they like two things. Jean shorts and violent crime. <laughs> yes, that's exactly true. Uh, okay, what else is going on? Los Angeles Kings forward Jared Stoll was was arrested Friday at the Wet Republic Pool Complex at the Las Vegas MGM Grand. Stoll was patted down upon entering the complex when security discovered a pink baggie with white powder and numerous gel caps oh, with yeah. an off-white powder. When police asked Stoll, he confirmed it was Coke and Molly. Uh... Two years ago, Stahl's girlfriend, Erin Andrews, mocked former Ole Miss basketball player Marshall Henderson for failing a drug test this on Twitter. This is pretty great, yeah. Henderson vowed revenge. After the incident played out this weekend, Henderson responded to the original tweet to Andrews saying, LOL, what's up with your boyfriend? So Brian, good. Brian, what's the most embarrassing part of the story? That Aaron Andrews just got clowned by a guy playing pro basketball in Iraq? Or that Jared Stoll was taken down by a security guard at a place called Wet Republic? So there's a lot of good things going on here. I do, I did see, you know, that really stung because I saw Aaron Andrews and her bird like features on the on that dancing show i saw a clip from that where she threw a little shade at her own boyfriend during in one of her interviews with the dancers the dancer was like the dancer was like oh i you know i just she's asking what she did on her spring break and she's like oh nothing just stayed home and watched movies and she's like yeah i know somebody that could have benefited from that advice or something like that like she's she's feeling the sting of wait uh, you you don't you don't find her attractive? I'm not saying I'm one of these guys that's she's got a great body. crazy over it. She's got a great like, body. Yeah, she's good looking. She's got a great body. I do, she's not she doesn't really do it for me. Um I don't know. I don't I don't I don't dig her vibe. We'll we'll get into this. She could be one of these people that we might talk about later. So hold okay. that thought on Aaron Andrews. Um my thing is that this. It's like Vegas. I haven't been to Vegas in a long time, but from my recollection, there's nobody in Vegas that isn't on Yayo. Like it's the whole reason that people go to Vegas. Yeah, I'm I'm unclear why a, a pool needs a pat down. Like, do they have a problem with with weapons at, right. <laughs> at like a yeah. pool party? He's, and- he's wearing trunks. Like they're not they're they're not looking for weapons. They're looking for drugs and. That's what I think is weird. I feel like maybe these Vegas clubs operate under the movie theater model 
where they don't let you bring your own yay into the club because they want you to be a captive buyer of their in-house cocaina? <laughs> Maybe. I, 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 I don't know. I, I just, more and more over time, I just have trouble understanding why people give a shit about other people's drugs. Yeah. Be like, high. Any, I mean, really, like, I'm not saying that you should be doing heroin, but if somebody's doing heroin, what, what does that have to do with me? Yeah. As long uh, as they're not driving. Also, but also, like... Jarrett, like, be smarter about it. Like, you're you're carrying a quantity of drugs. You're there with your teammates. Like, maybe split up the drugs. Like, give them and all. And it was there was a big warning. Like, they yes. knew they were being patted down. He just thought his ass ass cheeks could hold it in. I, I guess. guess. Like, give the Molly to Drew Doughty to carry while you carry the yayo, or maybe like do that thing where you like put it in the brim, like inside of your in the in the ring of your hat. So you just like take off your hat. Like, look, I'm good. Uh, or w- what about the old, the tried and true under the sack? Like, they're not patting you down. Well, I assume that's where he was. No, it was in his pocket. Out. Well, he just went pocket? Yeah. I, I figured his... it fell out during no, the pat down. It was, it was in his back pocket. Also, Stoll and EA are, they cohabitate. So this, we could be in for a serious, a mega breakup. And Stoll's a free agent and he had a bad year. On my king, so this this could be a big uh, life changer oh, for him. He's a free agent. He's a free I mean, agent, and he's think on. Think of he, how much the money that cost him. No yeah, matter where, I mean, even right. if he has a great rest of his career, he just fucks so much right. money. He's he's definitely on the downside of his career, but the downside could have been you know three or four more years at a million dollars a year. So uh, ho- hopefully, you know, it's a mistake. Hopefully, he gets a job, but it was real dumb. Yeah. Um, Ed, I know you love steak. Like I love you. Love you like to eat steak. I mean. I'm a man. You, I, I'm, I'm a human being. You don't love steak as much as Molly <laughs> Schuyler. Schuyler, a nationally known competitive eater, showed off her skills Sunday at the Big Texan, but not just to take on one steak challenge. Molly Schuyler hoped to eat three full 72-ounce steak meals within an hour. Each meal consisting of a 72-ounce steak, a baked potato, carbs, side salad, shrimp cocktail, and a roll. Oh, my God. Stay away from the roll. During Sunday's challenge, Skyler inhaled all three of the meals. That means she ate 216 ounces of steak, around 13 pounds total. Jesus. And all of the sides. Skyler was able to take down the feast in less than half an hour. The 120-pound woman from Sacramento, California, took home $5,000 for her trouble. Ed, what is the worst part of the story? Watching this woman eat, knowing that that some poor schlub is probably married to her, or picturing her post-competition bowel movement. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the post-competition bowel movement is something that I sometimes wonder when she, I'm like when I hear about Joey Chestnut and yes. all those lunatics, and I I quickly my I, the power of denial is great because I immediately get that out of my she head. She ate thirteen pounds of beef in a sitting. There there is not enough. That's going to come yeah, out like, like porcelain. Remember the the Great Outdoors with John? Yes, Candy. the old forty sixer, er Yes. But still nowhere close to what she ate. Yes. Uh, and that, that, that looked like, you know, crazy movie territory. And that was John Candy. Uh, 
I don't, I, you know, like when you said she's a known competitive eater, right? I was just thinking, why like, is that a thing? If if my kids, either of them, either of my boys, yes. like became a, a competitive eater, I would do what they do in like action movies when the father, the the patriarch goes, "I have no son." Yeah, like, <laughs> yes, of course, <laughs> right? I feel yes. like yes. at that point you realize you've raised a monster. Like, yeah, if, if they you commit crimes, up. that's one thing. But if they say, oh, I'm competitive eater, I'd be like, I have no son. I'm following my passion in the world of competitive eating. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, and how about people che- who cheer for these things? Like that, that Coney yeah. Island thing on 4th of July. Yes. There are thousands of people cheering. It, Ed, it's on television. It's televised yeah. live. Oh, awful. Awful. I mean, I, it wasn't too bad when it was that um, Kobayashi. Like, he, he I'm a fan of. For some reason, he's the one competitive eater I can get behind. But Joey the- Chestnut, it looks like I clicked on the wrong YouPorn cl- link <laughs> yes. every time. Yes. Joe- <laughs> ESPN insists on showing highlights on July 5th, and yes. it's disgusting. Joey, it's really disgusting. Joey Chestnut appears to have there, – there's something going on in the chromosomes. I don't know. I think you get 24 chromosomes. He might have like 25 <laughs> or 23. There's something going on there that I'm not comfortable with. Not yeah. a fan of Joey no. Chestnut, I have to admit. No. Uh, okay, one more story, Ed. This is about, um, I'll just read it to you. Town shocked by exorcism, comma, bartered sex for services case. (laughs) According to documents released by the Iowa Board of Chiropractic on Wednesday, the license of of a chiropractor has been suspended for engaging in sexual contact with several patients. The board says Charles Manuel of Lamoni engaged in unethical contact. According to documents, Manuel bartered sex for services with some of these patients and performed exorcisms as part of his chiropractic treatment of patients. Manuel voluntarily surrendered his license, and he is not allowed to uh, seek reinstatement for 10 years. Ed, is an exorcism the most medically sound procedure you've ever heard of a chiropractor performing? <laughs> That's totally it. I was thinking the same thing, like... What's the what's the difference? Like at this point, like what I mean, if he's if he's a fortune teller, like it's all it's all the same. Yeah, I went to, I went to a chiropractor one time because my back was just in a bad way, and he immediately like he immediately made me regret going there. From the first second, he's like, "Oh, I can't crack your back first time. We got to take yes, X-rays. We need to do yes, this." And yes, it's like, yes. "Hey, fuck face. You got to buy I just a package." I just wanted somebody to crack my back because it's not feeling good and right. I didn't feel like doing like the real thing. But like you've already made me regret. But I think for some reason insurance paid for some of it, which right. is ridiculous. Oh, you got insurance, good insurance. Insurance won't pay for no. like real things. Nope. And I feel like they paid for that bullshit. But the, I I did not go back. I have a buddy who's a chiropractor and he and I have another buddy who's obsessed with it. And a couple times I've gotten them both together to play golf. And they're like, they're not friends with each other, but, uh, oh. and my one buddy's always like, Hey, how's it? Are you cracking backs? You still cracking backs? And the chiropractor guy's not a fan of that. And also, uh, my, my one buddy is obsessed with, he's heard that there's one, there's one adjustment that you can only do and it's to the tailbone and some people need it and you can only make that adjustment via 
inside of the body. No. <laughs> and so he's like, hey, do you do that one? Like, have you done that one recently? What's what's going on with that one adjustment? Have you done so, yes. Both hands on your shoulders. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, Ed, the million-dollar baller battle. We talked about this last week. <clears throat> if, in case you didn't – I mean, I know everyone's team current episode now, but we talked about this last week. For a million dollars, who do you have to win a CrossFit competition? We're talking a timed thing. Burpees. Squats where you thrusters where you squat and press the weight over your head, pull ups, box jumps, all that crazy shit. Who do you think would win between all of the members of the band, the horrible country rock band, the Eagles from the seventies, worst, and 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 pseudo shock rocker Floridian Marilyn Manson? Um, And so we have some responses from listeners. All right, Dean writes. Hands down, Manson. I hate that people care about his opinion on world issues. You wear a cataract contract lens, contact lens, and then look like an uglier version of Paul Pfeiffer from Growing Pains. I don't give a shit if you think North Korea should be able to enrich uranium. Uh, thanks for letting me get this off the, my chest. It's been there since 1997. Dean. Okay, Ed. Dean's arguing that Manson would win, but, then, but he apparently hates him. <laughs> well, I, I mean, who's really a fan my my no. only thing, I if we were if we're given the final word on this, yeah. My well, only thing with this, yes. All right, do you, do let's you, let's you, let's go through all the listeners, then we'll give our, our final opinions. Okay, um, Wes, the fat kid, write, writes, gents, in response to your who would win a CrossFit competition between those talentless asshats, the Eagles, and that equal <laughs> equally talentless idiot Marilyn Manson. I'm taking Marilyn, not because of the age advantage. If you'll remember, there's a story that Manson had his lower ribs removed so that he could blow himself. <laughs> And thus, I am betting his core is real strong. Also, unrelated, fuck that drunk idiot from Maryland. Drunk driving is real fucking stupid, and Ed is a goddamn hero. He's taking your yeah. side. Yeah, all right. That's, that's from Wes the Fat Kid. And then also, we have a, we have a voicemail that concerns this um, very topic, and Mark the Nomad has an opinion. Let's listen to that. I'm Brian, Ed, Nancy. This is your boy, Mark the Nomad. I'm calling because I wanted to respond to your question this week about whether or not for a million dollars would I take the members of the Eagles or Marilyn Manson in a CrossFit game. I, I'm going to go Eagles because I think at the end of the day, it's a numbers game. Five against one, one of those assholes is probably going to make it to the finish line, going to complete the CrossFit games. There's a chance that two of them could die in the process because of their age, but I'm willing to risk a million dollars on the chance that Don Henley goes to do a box jump and snaps his Achilles, and that would be retribution for writing Boys of Summer. Uh, Marilyn Manson's probably strip down all the makeup and get rid of all the crap and all that, that fake rage from the 90s and the Columbine blame. You're just going to find the, you know, the temp at the office that hangs up the sign that says, at lunch, you know, do not disturb. So I'm going to bet that he doesn't make it very far in the CrossFit Games. And uh, it's just a numbers game, five on one. Are there five Eagles? I don't care enough about them to know if there's five of them. Um, the last thing I want to say before I hang up this call is 
I really appreciate you guys taking the time out to point out super fan status for Ish. You know, someone who clearly is not cut up on all the episodes or, you know, actually on Twitter, that should be someone who's considered a super fan and, you know, not the guy who is calling you and responding to your questions and leaving hashtag content. So uh, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Ish for that. That's, that sounds great. Wow. Excellent call from Mark the Nomad. Hashtag content. Shots fired at Ish. Um, but also... With, with, I like I like that he had no idea how many members because neither do I. I don't know either. Uh, I'm going to guess five as well. Also, was Mark the Nomad doing CrossFit during that call? <laughs> Seemed a little out of breath. He was, a, he was a bit breathy, but he likes the Eagles. Ed, your thoughts. Eagles versus Marilyn Manson CrossFit competition. Go. Look. The Eagles are terrible and old, but here's the thing. The story we just heard about Marilyn Manson is he got punched in a Denny's in Canada, and I I can't imagine anyone who has that Moons Over Miami or played against Slam Breakfast is going to be good at any athletic competition. No. So I'm taking the Eagles. I, I got to agree 100%. At, like, take a look at Manson. He's frail. He's pasty. He supposedly just sleeps till 6 p.m. every day. He has to do he a lot. He dines of, at Danny's. He dines at, at Danny's. Danny's. He has to do a lot of drugs. Also, think of the Eagles. Yeah, they're getting old, but they're probably on. They're, they're super rich and they're on tour every all the time. So they're probably doing a lot of exercising. They're on every kind of HGH, testosterone, every kind of hormone you can be on. I do like that Mark the Nomad was rooting for the Eagles so that Don Henley could get injured. I would root for that as well. But you got to figure right. there's enough of them. There's probably a drummer there. Oh, no, wait. Don Henley's the drummer. I don't know. He is? Yes. I didn't even there's know. There's Don Henley. I, there's Glenn I thought he was the lead singer. There's that guy that sings like a girl. I think they um, kicked Joe, Joe Walsh Joe, out. Joe Walsh was in, right? Well, I don't think he's in there anymore. He would he would have just been dead weight anyways. I feel like Glenn Fry could push past the finish line because Marilyn Manson, come on. Like, what's he going to do? Glenn Fry was on Miami Vice. He, he was. He must have. He did. He must have been gone through some cop exercises. He, he did the soundtrack too. Uh, yeah. I will say this though, Marilyn Manson. He was banging that Rose McGowan when she was hot. Yeah, when she was Rose oh, McGowan. Oh my God, that was something else. Yeah. That was that yeah, was she, a top yeah. notch yes, situation there. Uh, okay, this week let's let's try another one. We'll we'll take your responses to um, this week's million dollar baller battle um, either at the via email mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com or leave us a voicemail as always 949-464-TBLS ed this week we learned about richard butler the rhode island man who will require a construction crew heavy equipment and the fire department to change hospital rooms because he weighs 1200 pounds <laughs> Jesus. For reference, a fully grown Holstein cow averages about 1,500 pounds, <laughs> and a 1977 Volkswagen Beetle weighs about 1,800. Jeez. So the hospital he lives in went out of business, and exorbitant food costs may have been an issue, and to transport him to another facility will require the removal of walls, the construction of a ramp, and employment of a building crane to hoist him onto a truck uh, where he can be delivered and craned into another facility somewhere else. There's no shame. There's no element no. of shame. 
Unrelated, this week we also learned that the disciples of L. Ron Hubbard are in a fight with the state of Maryland <laughs> over a drug rehab they want to build in a historical location near Camp David. So the question is obviously begged, Ed. For a million dollars, would you rather spend a year as a 1,200-pound man, Richard Butler's only caretaker? And that means cleaning all the folds. That, that means everything. Catching his everything. shit in, and in you the got, bucket. you got to be there. You gotta be there. His toenails, his washing his hair, all of it. Feeding, feeding. For a year. Feeding, that's nonstop. You gotta bring in multiple turkeys. You're gonna be. Pies. You're gonna be working your ass off of just feeding him. Grilled cheeses, all of that. Think if you just ate grilled cheeses, you wouldn't be 1,200 pounds. No, you'd have to like, eat hundreds of grilled cheeses. Yeah, so you are just working your ass off plus all of the nasty yeah, stuff. Carbs are not his pet peeve. Um, or, okay, that's one, that's one option. For a million dollars, you become Richard Butler's caretaker for a year, or for one year of your life, you become a Scientologist. And not like, hey, I'm a Scientologist and don't. No, you fucking join the church. You're in the Sea Org. You're fucking scrubbing toilets with your toothbrush. <laughs> you're, you're, wearing, you're wearing that. Uh, fake navy. Yes, outfit. you're wearing the naval gear. You're saluting LRH. You're, uh, you're, you're. You have to disconnect. Helping, yeah, helping uh, Travolta on the runway. Exactly. You, you have to disconnect from your family. Your family are SPs. Your, their potential, their PTSs. You never know. You have to disconnect from them. You have to preach the word. You have to become a full-on Scientologist for a year. We will take your answers and review with you next week in the Million Dollar Baller. Battle. Ed, we've done everything that we need to do. We've run through all our correspondence with our dutiful listeners. We have reviewed all the stories we needed to talk about this week. I'm, I'm frankly, I, I don't know that I have much more to give. We got to bring someone else in. Or we've given it all. We're givers. <clears throat> Absolutely right. We are team giver. Um, but listen, it's time. We have. It's time to talk all of the pop culture stories, the news stories, the gossip that's happening in the celebrity world. Joining us now in a segment we call Fancy Pop is our very own baller lifestyle podcast pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey, 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 I'm good. How's it going, guys? Hey, Kate. Uh, It's going well. Um, Let me get to, we have one more, we have one more voicemail oh, okay. from our dear listener, Mark the Nomad. It, oh, cool. I thought we could all react to this because it's pretty funny. Let's listen to what Mark the Nomad had to say about Gwyneth Paltrow. Hey, what's up? Hashtag Heroes and Fancy. Um, it's my second voicemail this week, probably within rapid succession because there was one last point I wanted to make that I forgot about and that is I am going to disagree with you about the Gwyneth Paltrow hate. And the only reason I say that is because of my own personal preference. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow reminds me of someone who would get really pissed off about the the contents of other students' lunches at her school. And something, you know, kind of turns me on about that. She's not that unattractive. But let me tell you something. If Gwyneth Paltrow walked into a room right now, I'm immediately going to say, there's a seven. Paltrow's a seven. However, there's something about being a vapid asshole and being universally hated that really kind of turns me on. That's kind of my deal. Like, if most of society hates you, I, I kind of want to fuck you. And I don't know what that is, but 
It's just <laughs> my deal. I don't apologize for it. Everyone's mm-hmm. got their appetites, and it happens to be mine. So if you're universally hated, like, I would fuck the shit out of Kristen Stewart if, if, if given the possibility to I don't want to get too vulgar here, but thanks. Interesting. Okay, excellent, excellent. (laughs) Voicemail from Mark the Nomad. Basically what he's saying is, one, Gwyneth Paltrow is super annoying and she's a seven, but he would bang her, not despite the fact that she's annoying, but in fact because of the fact she's annoying. Someone's into hate fucking. Yes, he would really want to bang her specifically because he's annoying. Ed. Your thoughts, Who is there someone that you – can you put yourself in Mark's mindset? Who would you want to sex specifically because they bug you? I, I don't have that club in my bag. Yes. But I respect that he's unapologetic about liking people that are hated. So oh, I respect yes. it, but I, I don't – that's not my thing. I you don't, don't have – People that are hated, I – Tend to hate them myself. Okay, fancy sauce. Is there some? Is there someone that is universally disliked? Like I don't know, Rand Paul. Um, <laughs> if, she to fu- if she wants to there fuck Rand is. Paul, you need to you yeah. need to break up immediately. There has there I, has to be one. For the record, don't want to fuck Rand Paul. Uh-huh. There probably is someone. I just can't think of it. Yes, but when I do, I'll I'll tell you. I don't. I couldn't think of one. I sometimes I um I'm attracted to um like cheesy women, for lack of a better term. Sometimes, like who? And, like um like- and but and, but not not because not like I see through the cheese factor, but specifically because they're super cheesy and style challenged and just. I don't know. That's what turns me on about him. Um, like who, though? Demi, Demi Lovato. Uh, I don't. Do you know Ed? Do you know? Man, who, I know. I know who she is. Do you know who former Bachelorette Melissa Rycroft is? No, because she's one of those for me. Like real cheesy, former Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, kind of like a big overbite, fake tan, fake tits, like everything I'm against. My, my Everything thing is I despise. I, I don't have a type. And yet, there's something. Well, that's there's good. Some, there's something that works there. Um, yeah. But I, but I like that, that Mark is embracing who he is. Absolutely. Good for Mark. And, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but for the record, no, I hate, I hate Gwen Feltrin. I don't, yeah, she doesn't do it for me. She's super annoying, but not, uh, not to the point. She doesn't pass the, the, line of demarcation where her annoyingness makes me want to have sex with her because I don't. Right, right. She doesn't do it for me. I don't want to have sex with her either. Yeah, good for you. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What do we need to know about in Fancy Pop? Do you guys know who Taylor Swift's new boyfriend is? I do. I know who it is. Who is it? Calvin Harris. Ed, do you know who Calvin Harris is? I honestly have no idea. He's a DJ. <laughs> um, he did, he... Well, he's like the, the he's a DJ producer. Biggest he, DJ. He made the Rihanna how about the guy that wears song. the mouse mouse head? No, that's Dead Mouse Five. This that's not him. Dead Mouse. I mean, if that guy's not the main DJ. I've actually no. sort of heard of him without knowing his name. I don't he, think he's he's, a, he's up there though. Well, he's more of a producer. Calvin Harris. Yeah. But Deadmau5 is also big. Deadmau5 was having sex with that one tattoo artist that got kind of famous, Kat Von D. Now, but I, uh, I think they're now, broken up. I, I don't want to make assumptions, but I'm about to. Calvin Harris, does that mean uh, she's craving? No, no, it's a made-up name. 
a cock of a different color? No, no. no. It's a made-up name. He's just like uh, a I pretty. I don't know what boy. his real name is, but yeah, he's uh, he's just some white guy. Yeah, some average white guy that makes like a hundred million dollars being a DJ. Calvin yeah. Harris. Calvin Harris. Yeah, he's he's, pretty, he's super successful. Yes, he so may have adopted keep, an ethnic name. I just want to keep you posted because yes. that will all come crashing down sooner or later. Yeah, absolutely. Sooner Can't than, wait. She'll sooner make, than later. She'll make some songs about it. Also, and also like. Um, Taylor Swift would be were I into that I would put her in the hate fuck category uh, but I, yeah. I'm so hopelessly not attracted to her that she really she's not your type she really turns my stomach sour when I when I look at her so yeah. it's, I can't put her in that category I also, honestly don't know if I I could recognize any of her songs I, I, I really don't know anything I do her. I know a couple because my daughter because um, right. I have a daughter yeah. but other than that I wouldn't know I know all of them yeah sorry um, let's see. Oh, OG of Purse Dogs, Paris Hilton's Chihuahua, Tinkerbell mm, has died. Tink. R.I.P. Oh, Tinks. I'm sorry. What, what? OG Purse Dog? Yeah. She was like the first of like the quote unquote purse yeah. dogs. Cause Paris used to like always carry her around in her, one of her expensive Oh, you, bags. you're literally talking about a dog in a purse? Yeah. Purse yeah. dog. When Harris, when pa- Harris. I didn't when, know that was a thing. When or, Paris Hilton yeah. was a thing. In the early 2000s, she was known to travel with a purse dog named Tinkerbell. Little it's chihuahua. a tiny miniature teacup, chihuahua. Teacup chihuahua. Yeah. And that's it's that just shows how long it's been since she was a thing because the dog was like 14. It's like 72. In yeah. 72 in dog years. Dog years. Yeah. Uh, well, rip... Tinkerbell, but also I like the way this. another one, I think. I like the way this thread is going because Paris Hilton is super annoying, like the most annoying. Yeah. And and, but I I wouldn't bang her either. Yeah. She's super fug. Well, her her problem is she's got a dead face. She doesn't have expressions. It's so creepy how she can't smile. Yeah. If you Brian were to say to me that you could bang Paris Hilton, I would say to you, I can't bang you. Yeah, of course. So I don't. Yeah, close call. I don't know that. That's like <laughs> open knowledge here for the group. Here. <laughs> Moving Continue. On. Okay. Yeah. Um, this story is about um, super famous movie star Vin Diesel. Oh, he's a Ed's big, favorite. He's a big movie star. Vin Diesel's fresh off his amazing turn with. <laughs> with where I, I just couldn't watch movie it. Movie stars are The Rock, yes, and some guy the, called Vin. But Diesel. I, I actually like The Rock. The Rock like, has I charisma. I can't say I've watched a ton of his movies. Yes, but yeah. he's a he's a charming guy. Very very likable. Very I, buff. On I've every... refused to watch these Fast and Furious movies uh, because I hate yeah, him so much. So bummed. Vin, Vin, I really want you to watch Vin it. Diesel. His gullet. It's not going to happen. His it's gullet was on display in Furious Seven. It was it was basically the star of the movie. Are you? Your kids are too young for Fast and Furious. Yeah, even the oldest one. Yeah, they're how old your How old your oldest head? Seven years old. Oh yeah, yeah he's too young. Yeah, but you know what? If he's thirty, probably wants to see it though. No, he he doesn't know. It's like not my on his son. Radar. That's the the, it's the not great his radar, thing. Yeah, he's a two, a seven two years too young. He doesn't even know that there's been music released since uh, the BC Boys. Oh, he doesn't know awesome. that it exists. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, that's awesome. He doesn't uh, know. Uh, uh, okay, Kate. What well, is going on with superstar Vin Diesel? Um. I just read, apparently, he was so devastated by the death of um, Paul Walker, his Fast and Furious um, co-star, co-star um, 
so that he used his four months off to record the role of Groot, a walking and talking tree that could only say one phrase, I am Groot. That was his one line. In Guardians um, in, of the Galaxy. In Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I'd like to know how That's much he made for that job. That's the role that he took on to kind of like cathartically get over right. to grieve that his was, friends. Yes, it, that was his So he has the process. same line? Yes, I am yeah, Groot. That's I am Groot, yeah. Have you seen That's Guardians of the Galaxy yet? I'm not going to see that movie. Right, me, oh, I'm, it's I'm pretty good. No, I, took, I, mean, I took the children. Well, that's a that's a who gives a shit thing. My kids don't know about it, so I don't yeah. I don't You're need so that lucky. to be. Good good move. Uh, okay, Kate, what else is going on? Um, well, speaking of Gwyneth Paltrow, she's finally divorced, filed for divorce from that annoying Coldplay guy, a year after consciously uncoupling. But apparently, the two had been legally separated for a year prior to the uncoupling uh, announcement. So even her fucking divorce is annoying. She's so insufferable. Right. I I gotta <laughs> say though, I I I don't either don't know or don't like anything about Coldplay. But if I had to pick the annoying one, I would say she's probably more annoying than he is. I would like, agree. If, That's if true. you have to say agree. who the annoying one is, like, That's true. the yeah. one who's preaching about lifestyles is going to be more annoying. Yeah, I agree. They're both annoying. Yeah. Um, okay, well, good news. Johnny Depp, who was thought to be oh. missing. Oh, yes. <laughs> did you guys know he was I missing? I did read. No. That he was, yeah, he it was MIA. He, he didn't, didn't show up. First of all, the two, two things I learned. He's making, they're making yet another one of those Pirates of the oh Caribbean movies. Yes. And it's the fifth one, and he's still in them. Yes. And, Jack, but, Captain Jack Sparrow. But he didn't show up to filming. They yeah. like were like, okay, we're ready to go, and yeah. the star of the movie didn't show up. He failed to board his scheduled private charter flight from L.A. back to Australia, where it's filming to resume filming. And didn't alert any of the crew. Wow! You, you of his whereabouts, you know I, and he was essentially oh, hold on. off the grid. Hold on, I think we have Johnny Depp here oh, now. We, we, do we, we have do? a statement? We have a. This yeah. is exclusive to the Baller oh Podcast oh com. Johnny Depp joins us now. Johnny, what happened? You know, I, I apologize for my uh, my disappearance, uh, but the problem was I. I just got it so into this character over the years once it was scarves and now I decided to get an actual peg leg and it took a little longer to recover. Uh, did, so and, yeah. And, and any concern did you did you go to get on the private jet and and become entangled in your bracelets and scarves? Yes. Somewhere uh, metal, and, and, metal detectors went batshit crazy when my yes. 97 <laughs> bracelets and uh I had gold plating on the bottom of my wooden leg, and that, that went off as well. Uh, wow, fascinating! Very affected. Well, thanks for joining the Baller Lifestyle Podcast exclusive. No. Johnny Depp, wow, pretty, pretty cool. Exclusive. That, was, that was crazy. Joins us to alert us of his whereabouts. Thankfully, he made it to Australia to make yet another. Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And I love he tried to branch out and he just did one shitty movie after another. <laughs> yeah. Um, according to Australia's Nine News Brisbane, though, he has um, landed back in Australia with his wife, Amber Heard, and all is well. Wow, good for him. He's, he, he's 50 plus years old and he has like a 27 year old wife. Yeah. I good. mean, I, I got to say, despite all the scarves and bracelets and necklaces yeah. and those stupid glasses with the blue yes. tinted glasses. Yes. I would prob I would probably sleep with him. Yeah, he's he, tiny he, no, too, no, right? No, you've contradicted yourself because <laughs> earlier on a on a previous episode of this podcast, you said you didn't think you'd be able to bang Johnny Depp because you wouldn't be able to stop laughing. 
I would try. Yes. But there's a good chance I might not be able to. Right. You know, if you know, I could Kate, close Kate, my Kate, eyes. I, I, learned, I learned a what? sexual technique on the set of Lone Ranger <laughs> that you'd probably like. When you were playing what, Tonto? Tonto, yeah. yes. Uh, okay, well, there, there's something we've learned. Johnny Depp, while being insufferable, Kate still could maybe muster. If he took everything off. Whatever. Well, that's usually how people have sex. No, but he, no, he has sex with all of his brains. <laughs> you think so? Yes. Wow! Like, yeah, can you imagine might. all the jingling? It would yes. it would sound like the "Twas the Night Before Christmas." All the jingling yeah. going down. Yeah. Yes, that is awesome. Okay, Kate, what else? Um, Sophia Vergara's ex fiance. Oh my god! Has filed a lawsuit regarding their fertilized frozen embryos they created when they were together. So, in his statement, he says um, he wants to bring his daughters to term and said he wasn't seeking to hold Vergara to any parental or financial responsibilities or obligations and would give her the opportunity to be involved with a child in the future should she change her mind. Okay. Hang on. So, hang on. Okay. Here's what happened. They were together. They decided they were going to fertilize and freeze some of her eggs. Right. So, so they're ready to bring to term so they, unfro- they, when they're unfrozen. They and when, used, when did they break up? Um, 2013. They used some of Sophia Vergara's sperm. And then they got, they Good bought one. some eggs or they had some eggs donated. They had some eggs from the store. Right. And then I don't know how it works. Sophia Vergara's <laughs> very masculine sperm inseminated the eggs and now they're in limbo. So the couple signed an agreement in um, 2013 when they created the embryos. It states that no unilateral action can be taken with regard to the embryos unless both parties consent. Yeah. So now mm. he's saying, he's claiming that she wants to destroy the embryos. So he's filed this lawsuit to stop her. She's saying she has no intention of destroying them, but she also has no intention destroy of using them, them well, because the, they're not together no, and she doesn't want to have kids she, with him. Yeah. Her and. She doesn't want to upset her pro life um, fan base. So oh, they're just going to. Colombia. Well, they're just going to leave them frozen. Colombia. Nothing's going to happen For to the them. record, Sophia Vergara, very annoying also. I've had very. her explain to me <laughs> over annoying, and over annoying, and over again, and I do not understand very masculine. her. Ed, what is she? Ed, you, you would bang her. Annoying, but she'd get it. She yeah, would definitely she'd get, get it. it. She'd get it. She'd get the um, but, but And you would, yeah, while I would think she was getting they broke it, up, you wouldn't be confused that she might be a man with mm, makeup no, on? She, she's not a man. Oh. No. She but, seems... Sort yes. Of Ed, would be, Ed would make her very happy. Yeah, like I'm a, I, 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 I can't say I, I'm a fan of actually spending any time with her, but right. yeah, other than that, second. other than that, two minutes. We saw the preview for oh, her. You're giving, new you're movie. giving me far too much credit. Glorious, two minutes. glorious two minutes. That no, new movie I, that I, she's I got. Tap with. out at eighty seconds. Max. Oh yeah, no, no one wants to see her movies. Uh, okay, Reese Witherspoon. Right. Looks what, awful. what else is happening, Kate? Um. Anyway. That's about it. Uh, Lindsay Lohan posted one of those inspirational quotes on Instagram t- today um, in Arabic. So there was it said in English, "You're beautiful," and then it had what she thought um, what was, was the Arabic the translation. Arabic translation. Oh. But apparently, in Arabic, the the writing said, "You're a donkey." What's her connection to Arabic? I don't know. Uh, She's just an idiot. I don't know. Um, Ed, would you put inspirational quotes that you've already announced? Your pet peeves are food. What was the other one? Oh, what food? Oh, food pictures. Pic- pictures of food. What else? Yeah. Well, f- pictures of food or animals. Animals and could you? What about inspirational quotes? P- people that take well, pictures of text. I mean, I, unless yeah. it's funny. 
I, I would say obviously. that's less of a pet peeve than the sun. I told you I hate the sun. Oh, that's right. You, yeah, you hate yeah. the sun as well. Well, inspirational and outrage, quotes outrage, are outrage. definitely a pet peeve of mine. Oh, yeah, inspirational quotes are You know what you can worst. do with your inspirational They might quotes. be worse than carbs. Do you know what they are? They're basic. Yeah, they're but super I, I, basic. I grind out the animal and food pictures, but inspirational quotes, that's an unfollow immediately or unfriend. So, like, I don't... I don't. There's nobody I in my life. I almost posted a picture of wow. my what I made for breakfast this morning. I might do no. it tomorrow. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, you're an excellent cook. Uh, okay, is that it, Kate? <laughs> That's it. Okay, excellent segment. Excellent show. Anything else, Ed? No, I'm good. Okay, okay. excellent, good. excellent work by both of you. Excellent work by our listeners contributing the show. Um, we'll do it again next week. Until then, for Ed Daly, for Kate McManus. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. Bye.